What's going on, Juvie listeners? We're back here with another Juvie episode. Yes, we are. New set. You guys are seeing it. If you're watching on YouTube, speaking of YouTube, you know the goal. We're trying to get to 10,000 subscribers. We're almost halfway there at yeah. this point. So touch that subscribe button. When are we trying to hit it? Smash like? it by March. Yeah, March the 1st. And if you guys are listening on audio, we love you guys on the audio community. Hit that download button because we're trying to grow on what, Josh? On downloads and on the charts. And on the charts. So that's number one way to support us. Super duper duper excited for this guest. We sure are. Who are we talking with today? Today we are talking with someone who made history in the Olympics, 2020 Olympics. What's 21? Still called 2020 Olympics. Made history. We are talking with Bryce Wettstein. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Like tremendous. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So excited to have you, you here. We're, we're doing good. Doing great. You know, we had a couple of technical difficulties before we got into the episode, yep. but we're here, we're live, we have a great guest. So for all of our listeners, we know what you did this past summer, but just give us a quick brief. What'd you do? Um, Like how to sum it up? Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, I sum it up like, basically I went to Japan to compete in the Olympics and it was like the first time it's ever been in the Olympics for skateboarding. Amazing. And also surfing was added too. And like... You just never think it's real. Like, I still spend all of my days thinking, like, that really happened? Or was I just yeah. dreaming? Because there's so many different, like, entails and, like, questions that, that someone maybe, like, asks or, like, statements people say. And it all has the word, like, Olympic, Olympic. Like, you hear it so much and you're like, whoa. So it starts to take on new meanings after a while. You're like, yeah. yeah. No way. And then when you were there, you never felt like you were in one country because there were so many people there. Yeah, that's really like, cool. Yeah, so how did it feel to be, like, in the first group of female skaters or skaters, like, ever in the Olympics? Um, it felt beyond words because I've been growing up with these girls forever, you know, and to have someone by your side that you've grown up with, it's like, they're like your family. Yeah. To have them beside you, it's like, are we really, like, I guess we don't really feel what people are seeing because we're just feeling like each other around each other, like the collections yeah. of it. Like, yeah. oh, like we're all just a part of this. I don't like. I have to ask myself every day, like, how did I, how did I get so lucky to have these girls as my family? Like, yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. I remember. Like you and Josh. Yeah, definitely. I I know what you mean by that. Um, I'm I've always grown up watching the Olympics with my family because we yep. always it's just such a cool like thing that happens where you see you know you see the top of everything come together when it comes to the sports world. It's a crazy experience to Love watch. It so much. Um, I grew up watching it, and I I you know I skate a little bit. I'm not on your level, Bryce, but I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> um, you probably are. You probably are. <laughs> not, not, not even close. <laughs> but no, I I remember hearing I saw it on the instagram page for the olympics skating's gonna be in the olympics and i was like no way like this is amazing yeah you know because i've always been thinking when is skating gonna get in there and um, i know it's been like begged for for yeah, like decades definitely and i just remember watching it and i remember seeing how electric it was when all you guys were out there throwing yep. down insane tricks but i want to kind of you watched it yeah i watched yeah, it really yeah oh my <laughs> but you know i want to start kind of one from the beginning how did you get to the olympics but let's start with when did you start skateboarding yeah well, I started when I was about five or six years old. Wow. And I first competed when I was seven. And after a while, you start thinking of it as something outside of just yourself. You, like, you just think about it as like walking or breathing because skateboarding has just been in your life for so long. It's sort of just another aspect of who you are. And I'm like, what? Like, when I grew up doing it for so long, 
I started to realize that there's so many different ways you could look at it. And then from like seven, eight years old, nine years old, I think I just realized I just really want to keep, I kind of got infatuated with it. And I'm like, I really just want to keep looking at it yeah. and being curious. About it. And then once I started being so curious about it, I started falling in love with it. And then once I fell in love with it, I started re-falling in love again because you can keep yeah. falling in love. For sure. So how did that lead to you like getting into the Olympics? What was that process like? Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, the process seemed like it was never even towards the Olympics at first because we were just like doing what we loved, but then we would kind of like all trickle into these little competitions, which felt more like family gatherings. I mean, to be honest, <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> but then as the competition settled in, it was like, oh wait, we are in a contest, but then you would forget about it because like these are your best friends. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just like, you're like wanted to be the best for yourself and it's not a really about the rivalry anymore but it's about kind of like the the hoisted love like it just all comes up after a while like everybody loves what they do and each other yeah so each yeah. competition a process like there was do tour um the first time i ever went out of the country was when my mom and I went to sweden when i was 12 that was the first like world championship fans park series i think wow was i didn't even know sweden was in europe um that was like something i was like <laughs> what <laughs> i was just we're just going and i was pretty nervous that was my first time ever really doing something like that yeah and then it's just beautiful how the more time you have doing something the more it's kind of like the more you kind of fall into it and nestle into it and it's yeah. not to become comfortable but like i mean it's still really nerve-wracking but it's like you start to think of it as a part of you and you start to learn to deal with it in your, your own way yeah, yeah, they're sure. Really cool. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I grew up playing sports, but did you ever kind of have that click moment where you're like, "Wow, I can maybe do this for the rest of my life"? Definitely. Like, I mean, <laughs> whether or not it was true. Yeah. But like when, because me and Knight played soccer together for like what ten seasons, long, long time. Really? Uh, same team oh for a long time, and it was all we'd thought, all we'd think about, all day, every day for years. And I guess that was a point in both of our lives where like, yeah, we go pro. We yeah. definitely go pro. Well, I think that's what's so interesting about like the young mind. It's like what they're obsessed with. They're like, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. It's like, yeah. you know, they're not thinking about schoolwork, job, making money. Because when you're so young, it's like, yeah. this is what I'm going to do. You're also not thinking if you're good enough. You're like, exactly. you know what? I do this all the time. I can go pro. I can make it happen. But yeah. I think it's so cool yeah. that, you know, you started so young and you stuck with it. Yeah. How, you know, competing in these competitions, which I'm sure is, you know, you got to keep your cool. How do you like always have fun doing it and then be competing at such a high level? I love that question because I asked myself that too. <laughs> like, how? Because it seems like such opposite things, you know, a competition, but then fun and love. You know, people think yeah. they have to disregard from each other. But, like, I think what it is is when you're in a competition, it's best not to really think about it as such, like, um, sort of like there's a rivalry between somebody else, like a competition. Yeah. But it's like, how can I rise to the occasion to myself to really fulfill what I've always wanted to do? Yeah. And like, choreograph your own run. And you're like, so you're just painting a painting kind of while the time's going. And then whoever's painting, you know, people are like, what's the best painting? But that's the hardest part. It's like an art. You can't always walk into a gallery and be like, well, how do I judge this? You kind of yeah. gravitate to what speaks to you. So that's why I guess there's like a lot of panels and judges because everyone has their own interpretation of looking at it. But I feel like, too, having fun is all a part of realizing that you're just kind of dancing and letting the skate ramp like, kind of take you where it needs to go. Yeah. You're kind of like a wave almost. Like, you're not 
always trying to like stomp one foot in front of the other. It's more like a glide. Like you have to really just let something take you and kind of snap out of the way of, you know, just having it you controlling on the upfront. It's like you're on the caboose on the backside. Yeah. Like yeah. let your go along with what is supposed to happen maybe and that's I love that answer actually. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, that's great. A, you know, it's so interesting. Like we can always try to imagine what it's like doing it, but hearing it from someone that's really done it, it's yeah. such a cool perspective, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I want to know, because I mean, this might not be completely true, but I feel like it is from like, um, I know, stuff on TV. Um, do you feel like skating is a predominantly male sport? And if so, do you feel like you get treated differently being a female in that field? Yeah. Okay. So I feel like before you start skateboarding, that's the always be kind of like ground rule is what is this and what is that like what's dominant and of course i think people would always think at first when you're looking outside from it that it's the male dominant sport because i think it sort of originated that way and that's how it was and that's kind of like the historical roots of it but then once you're in there you realize like you start forgetting about gender or yeah like anything about what the person is or how they look it's it's sort of just exactly how you feel with them in that moment and that makes you forget about what they look like or who they are, like kind of like a girl or boy, and then it realizes you can just become best friends with whoever's right next to you. Yeah, like, yeah. I probably met most amount of people just from going to a skate park and being like, "Hello," just introducing yourself because skateboarding makes you not afraid to do that. Yeah, to just automatically kind of not repress or suppress anything of who you are and just like throw it all out there no matter who you are. Yeah, and that's why I think it's to the level of not being like gender barrier or anything barrier like that. Because people are realizing, like, whoever you are up front in that moment is okay. Yeah. And even if it changes tomorrow, it's still going to be okay. For sure. Like, no matter who you are, and even if you don't even feel like, you know, being, you don't even know who you are in the moment, you'll probably end up figuring it out through the person next to you because they feel the same way. Yeah, so definitely. So, like a flash of color. So yeah. It's really and I think you have to... I mean, I've never done it, but I think you have to go into it with the mindset of like how I score on this run doesn't really define me. Yeah. Because either way, you know, I've made it to this point and I'm going to continue skating. Yeah. Um, and for anyone who has not seen these girls skate, they're absolutely insane. Throwing down Honestly. tricks that does not matter what gender. It's yeah. scary and insane. So yeah. obviously congrats on getting to that level. Yeah, for sure. Um, was there a specific moment when you found out, wow, I'm about to compete in the Olympics? Oh, my gosh. Wait, was there? Oh my gosh, there was. <laughs> oh my gosh, I remember. That was really weird. It actually makes me cry. Um, because I was in, wait, where are Iowa. It was in Iowa. Oh. It was at the Duke. I watched that too. Was, you did? Yeah. I, I mean, I keep, so up, I keep up with skating uh, just through social media and stuff. Oh my gosh, you should come down sometime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to the next one. It's really like, oh my gosh, when you're, when they say your name, it's almost like tune out. Just go go to the place, right? Like yeah. when an announcer's like, and I feel like the moment was sort of so sudden, but not sudden off because we had just finished our runs, and I think like Brighton, or Jordan, and I qualified to the final, and I'm so grateful to ever make the final. Yeah. And somehow it happened, and I'm like, thank God, thank everybody. <laughs> and then um, basically, I was there. And I remember Crystal and like my friends being next to me and being like, I think I know what, do you know what this means? This is the last qualified before. 
if you know what Dang. this means, I think this, I'm like, no, <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> so I went and like skateboard over there and like kind of discovered that, like, oh my God, like it's just, it doesn't even make sense how this is real. Yeah. And, um, just being like on the side of the fence, like it was like a picket fence. So there was like one outside bowl and one qualifying bowl where we'd all do the tricks. And that was a, the most beautiful bowl, by the way. Sometimes you're lucky and when you're starting to like make a run and have it mesh with the bowl, sometimes you mesh with it right away and sometimes you have to like find trial and error a little bit. That's know? interesting. So, but that was the moment in Iowa, just like kind of standing there and letting it sink in, but also every time I'd try to sink in, it would like go out again. <laughs> yeah. So you can never have it sink in because that would mean the dream is kind of just like leveled and yeah. never leveled. I I definitely understand that not on the same level but kind of differently like um back in 2016 when I was auditioning for Chopped that's like there was the moment when you Mm -hmm. get to the qualifying round and then um you like finally understand what's happening and then you just can't you can't really put it into feelings or words like what's about to happen you know yeah Yeah, I know like when you're starting what did you audition for you said for Chopped Junior cooking show oh my gosh seriously yeah wow yeah it's like the moment before and then the moment after like so within each other but also it's just like one is so different than the other like how you feel that instant before it just takes an yeah. instant you know honestly and then it's like oh my gosh and i think that's like where the dream comes it's like if you have a really really big dream and like you can like look at it for a second you can like make eye contact, but it will go up back, like up there, and it will still be a dream. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think come down, but but I feel like we all are on the same level too. Like when we all have a dream, it's all the same level of like, yeah. heart, you know. For sure. Yeah, I think but, with a moment like that, it's like you gotta just live in the moment at that point because yeah. you know whatever you're gonna do in that moment is gonna decide the outcome. But at the same time, if you're already thinking of the future, like, oh, did I win or lose this? Then you you're kind of out of it. Like with, yeah. I mean, with you in that moment, you know, when they're you're on the chopping block, like you just have to be there, right? Yeah. Like literally, you're you're in that moment where you have no idea what's gonna happen, but it could either go entirely your way or one hundred percent the way that you don't want it to go. And all you can do is just be in the moment because there's nothing you can do to change it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Like, there's nothing more like being in the moment than when you're like actually stunned and you're like just silent. Yeah. Because you're just waiting, but you don't want to actually go past the moment because then you'll just, you won't be waiting. You'll be trying to anticipate what it is. You're yeah. You're just staying there and you're like, <laughs> there's nothing you can do. Yeah. But just like, try to just like, Ooh, it's like the most zen you'll probably ever be like that's why they call frozen like frozen i feel like, cause it's ah. like zen. bryce you're just full of interesting perspectives here Honestly, I, we love, love to it. hear it so you find out in iowa that you're going to be competing in the olympics and then you know you fly across the entire world now from us watching it it seemed electric it seemed like it was just so high energy yeah but like what was the culture like at the olympics um it was like nothing else in the world i think but also everything in time. It was basically like when you go somewhere, you expect a certain culture, like a country, like a continent, anywhere you are, you're like, what's the culture like? But then when you're with every single culture in the world, you're like, oh, what? It's like basically looking at the rainbow and seeing like all of the colors you can't see in the rainbow that you've never seen before. Yeah. And I think, especially in the dining hall, 
there were people from um, Italy, Cambodia, Ethiopia, Egypt, um, Kenya, wow. Nigeria, Fiji. Like, those are some of the people that I saw first with the writing on their back. And all you want to do is talk to them. Like, yeah, yeah. Sure, because it's like, all you want to do is, like, like, let yourself in to see, like, who they really are and where they came from and why this works that way. Yeah, and then you want to do that every single person. So you start to forget about, like, you're like, wait a second, I gotta come back for a second. Yeah. And I think everywhere that I went and that the team went, we also had these little lanyards that you could collect people's pens from. Oh, that's from cool. Olympics. So one of my friends, Jordan. So we've talked about how the process was getting into the Olympics and all the stuff you had to do to get up to that point. But I think everybody wants to know how it went. How did it go? Well, let's see. It was like probably the best outcome I ever could have had in my life. In my life. Wow. In, imagine. And you want to know why? Because, um, oh gosh, it's so hard not to cry. What's <laughs> okay, I'm not used to like this. But it's like, um, like, so my best friend Poppy, she's from Australia. And she ended up, we ended up finishing like, oh my goodness and then she was six and then I finished six and she was six. Wow. And I could have been like so ha I'm so happy that she finished at places on me too but it was even not the placings it was just that we were right there with each other in the final. Yeah. Just like she would land her run and like I'd come out and hug her and then I would land my run and I would just and she would she would come out and just hug me but it, weren't, it wasn't the kind of hug where it's like it's an acknowledgement or a pat or a kind of like a coordinate. Yeah. It really wasn't any like concordance. It was just like pure like you're my other half. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I'm hugging you because you are the one that made me complete my run. So wow, placing top six out of everyone in the entire country. Yeah, that's crazy. Insane feeling. Well, I mean the entire world, right? Yeah. I've forgotten about that. I know. I keep forgetting that it was like that. Yeah. That must be so like insane like, feeling knowing that you're top ten. Yeah. Top ten in the world for female skaters. Just absolutely insane. Really? For for park, right? Because there was also street. Yeah. That's insane. Oh, that's true. For park. For park. I keep forgetting. Yeah, that's, that's nice. crazy. Yeah. Um. So Thank we you. we don't ask this question to all of our guests, but I feel like since we've been talking to you, I feel like you'd be a good person to answer this question. Um. A lot of people get stumped on it. It's okay if you don't have an answer right away. But we want to know who is Bryce Wettstein. Who is me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, who am I? You know what? <laughs> I am all of the people asking who they are as people. I feel like I just I'm like always trying to ask like who I am as a person. But in this exact like moment, like right now, I think what I am. Oh, I know what I want to be. I want to be the sky for all the stars. Whoa. <laughs> that's deep. We knew you'd have a banger answer yeah. for that one. Wow. Okay. That's the sky for I but, love that. What's that mean to you? Like, it means that I want to be able to lay down like a little gymnastics matter, like lay down like a paved way, lay down somewhere where it's just silent, calm, and like collected and like tranquil, and then just let everybody be able to be themselves in that place. Like, lay down a place where people know that they can be exactly who they are without wow. trying to mold themselves into anything else. But That's amazing. So they can take everything within them and just 
kind of like connect the dots without trying to really like rigidly connect them, just to let them be the dots, let them be the stars. And wow. Stars and well, I mean, yeah. you're definitely paving the path for young skaters. Yeah, you're no. clearly doing that. No, no, you honestly, I think, I think you are doing yeah. that. Um, I mean, showing that these these girls can compete at such a high level in a yep. sport that is new to the Olympics. Now, if we have any young skaters watching, girl or guy, what would just be like a quick tip for them or just some advice? Um, I would say completely like don't ever think you have to like change for maybe somebody else or like another moment or something. Just kind of try to change for your own heart because I think too what happens is sometimes people think that they have to like they're not being themselves in that moment so they try to like be more themselves try to like hunger down to be themselves and I used to do that like I'm trying not but like it's like you're actually just going to end up always being yourself no matter what you're doing so just try not to try if that makes sense I got you try to let yourself kind of implement yourself into everything without really like trying to trying because you're going to automatically be unique without trying yeah you so i think even if you like start skateboarding if you don't want to start off by doing an ollie if you don't want to start off by pushing your foot if you want to start off by just like trying a handstand go for it because you feel that way you want to just like all of a sudden play an instrument and not feel like you have to start on chord c like you don't have to and then if you want to wear a billowy shirt that you feel like is completely out of, like, out of what you've ever worn, just wear it. Because, cause like, we only live in this one life, unless there's other life. But <laughs> we only, we have this life, and it's just kind of given to us to, to not always be, like, stuck in a rut or something, I think. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of try to venture out or roam out of it whenever you want to. Yeah. And that's what you say, because you're automatically going to find your new, like, niche of, how you want to do things that's an amazing that's answer. a really good answer so Thank bryce you. the sky for all the stars we want to know <laughs> what do you think personally is the most misunderstood thing about teenagers oh i like this one. Oh, about the last question too also have perseverance all the time gotcha okay for teenagers the most misunderstood thing about them yeah i know what you mean Okay, it's basically that everything they do is because they're on a stage where everyone is equipped to being the same way. Like mm. adolescence, I think people think that the only reason people act out the way they do is because of hormones or something. Yeah. Or like because we're just so out of whack with our system and like, oh, they're just developing. You know, they're just, this isn't right. This isn't real emotion. It's just because of what's ingrained in them. It's innate. But I think like, this is the most realist part of our life because even though we aren't fully developed, like, you know, within like the prefrontal cortex or all of that, like if things Big words. aren't great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because like, I think that even means that that's the realest we ever are. Cause we're finding who we are in that exact moment. Yeah. And that's the most emotion that they'll ever be. I feel like that through all the commotion, there's something really, really real there, like full of passion. Yeah. And that's kind of, that is so, so different from anything else in later life because sometimes passion, that real kind of like, whether it's sadness, happiness, that real like feeling that at that moment, sometimes it's irreplaceable because like when you're an adult, you feel like you need to all of a sudden rise to someone else's that like platform or standard and you forget about 
what that real feeling was when you were younger. Yeah. And being naive is so beautiful. Not having everything figured out is the best way you can live life. Yeah. yeah. There's more coming through you and coming into you. And you're not having to just have everything go through a medium. Like, yeah. Everything can be really, really kind of un- unadulterated and like unalloyed. And you can just let it be pure yeah. as long as you want to. That's such a good answer. Honestly, I think, we've never had an answer like that before. No, it was really good. I think it's like people always just put us in the box of, oh, you're just a teenager, as if everyone doesn't go through it. It's like, yeah. you know, if an out- outside generation is saying it to us, it's like, well, at some point you were going through that, and you were still figuring out who you are, and you still are to this day. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. you know, teenagers are definitely in a developing stage, and everything's growing, but at the same time, that should be you for the rest of your life. When you're in your 40s and your 50s, you should still constantly be trying to figure out who you are, yep. how can I better myself, but... Overall, you had some really great ep- answers throughout yeah, this episode. Honestly. But if anyone wants to check out what Bryce is up to, what can they do? They can follow all of the links in the description to find her Instagram, her TikTok, and Are any other platform. Are you on TikTok? I think, wait. <laughs> I think so. Okay, okay. Right, we'll link the TikTok. If we can find it, we'll link it. But yeah. Bryce, thank you okay. so much for taking the time to come on. Definitely gonna stay in contact, but we appreciate you coming yeah. on the show. Okay, thank you guys so much for everything. Like, of course. I love talking to you. So. Yeah, well, we love talking to you too. Yeah. For all of our listeners, Josh, if they made it to the end, what can they do? You can like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. What can they do on platforms? If you guys are listening on any of those platforms, hit the download button. Helps us grow on the charts. Yeah. Number one way to support. Like we always say, that's a wrap. That's a wrap.